Hello everyone and welcome back to the In It For The Long Run podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Ellie and today we're going to be doing like a very jam-packed episode. Packed. (laughs) (laughs) For like body confidence. So I posted some polls on Instagram. Like I put, are there any things you want us to talk about? And then someone said, can you talk about body? body positivity slash neutrality so do you want to start with like body neutrality because that's quite like 100 topic yeah I think it's fairly just say like new topic yeah yeah I've only I only really heard about body new, new oh, neutrality is it neutrality yeah, yeah, yeah. I only really heard about it probably a few months ago and I thought you know what that's so right because in a, the media like it either brainwashes you to like dislike your body and become something that you're not or it like brainwashes you to like absolutely adore your body and love like every single part of it but for a lot of people that's not 100% realistic do you know what I mean and having a relationship with your body that's neutral just allows you to kind of be free so you're not in that state of like I love my body so much and you're not in a state of disliking your body you're at a nice in between and I think that that's that's really really important I feel like I always am either one end or the other like some days I really don't like it and then some days I feel like I look really good but yeah I feel like obviously from body neutrality the the aim is not to just like be like meh like obviously going on from that you want to like it but we're saying like say if you've had an eating disorder it's way easier to be body neutral than to love it like you can't just go from hating it to loving it so you have Mm -hmm. to have like an in-between kind of step and also because the media like you said has taught us that your body is everything like the concept of it is basically saying that teaching us that our bodies do things to keep us alive rather than do things to look a certain way like that's not what our body's function is basically so yeah I feel like it is a good thing for certain people I feel like I I'll never get to a point where I can be neutral about it because I'm so zero or 100 that it'd be really hard for me to be like my legs are fine because they allow me to run do you know what I mean because it just seems Mm -hmm. so simplistic to me that it's just like it's hard to be that sort of meh about everything do you know what I mean 100% that's the same as me I get waves of like oh my god like I really really like my body and I really really like the way I look or it's like the complete opposite and I'll be like oh okay maybe I really don't like my body in the littlest things I can go from like zero to a hundred it's like the littlest things can pee me off about my body like I remember I, I showed you the picture where my my running vest had rode up so it was like it looked like slightly cropped because it was just it just rode up like it was hot day I was a bit sweaty it was a bit clingy <laughs> it just rode up and um the pictures I hated the pictures so much like I really really hated them like I was embarrassed I didn't want anyone to see the pictures but after a couple of days I was like what's the big deal so I mean I, I nothing I look fine I look perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with the pictures they're good pictures I had a good race I wanted to post the pictures but I didn't because of the way that I looked but upon I'm getting to a point now where in the moment I'll be like I hate it like, I hate my body but if I have like time to reflect on it I'll be like no it's actually fine yeah you know what I mean it just takes me some time to actually be like no come on you're fine yeah, yeah. I feel like as well obviously hormones play a massive factor in your mood in general and mm. depending on where you are in like your cycle if you have a period like it does affect it a lot so I feel like that's also a reason why body neutrality is particularly hard because your hormones are just like oh, I hate it or like as you get past that point because you've hated it so much because of just your hormones then you suddenly like like it again and then it like dulls down and then you're about to hate it. do you know what I mean it's 100% like- and because of because as a woman your body or as a girl your body does not stay the same throughout like even a month it changes so much you can look you can you can look at different I think it doesn't help does it with like the whole body dysmorphia thing because your body changes so much within a month and it, its look changes within a month so much that it's hard to remain neutral because it just changes so much 
Yeah, but yeah, as well, another reason why people think it's a good thing is because if you're neutral about your body, you don't care whether it changes to become smaller or bigger. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing about like just being stable in terms of your opinion. Because if you get to a point where you love your body and then you gain a bit of weight, then you're back to a point of like, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. So I think that's a reason as well why mm-hmm. people like the idea of body neutrality. But I feel like a lot of people can't ever be neutral about the body just because it's like the first thing you see, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. it's just your like, outside appearance. And it's just like everyone places so much emphasis on it. Like people always say like attraction's a massive thing in like relationships and stuff like that. You can never find someone like not attractive and be with. It. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you're trying to get out. So yeah, I feel like it's, it's just difficult. Yeah, so yeah, like... it definitely is. I put a poll on and asked. <laughs> I put a poll on the Instagram and I said, "Ever had a bad relationship with your body?" And then out of twenty four people, guess how many people said yeah. 24 out of 24 um 20 19 you were close oh my god that's so sad I know that's really sad yeah, that's... it is wow yeah so 79% said yeah and then 21 said no and then I put like a little scale thing so I put how bad is how bad is it on the scale say the scale's like the whole way then it was like about 60% of the way through so how bad is it on this scale the average was like 60% so at least it wasn't like average, hundred percent bad. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a positive, I guess. Should we talk about like body dysmorphia? Because yeah. I feel like when I was younger, like I I don't know how, but I thought like my legs were kind of big, <laughs> like they were like so small. Yeah. Sorry, wait, go on. No, that's all right. No, mine's my my kind of journey like with my body has been a bit different. Oh yeah, because you were kind of chubby, weren't you? I was. I was. <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, like I actually kind of should probably at that age, I did need to lose a bit of weight. Like I was kind of, I got quite on the hefty side. I can't find any pictures now. I'll have to go to my mum's Facebook. Oh yeah. Your mum posted a thing of like you eating donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Bless my little cotton socks. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad little Katie enjoyed her donut. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. It wasn't like yeah. massive. I can't find one. But anyway, I grew up and I was like on the chunky side. Maybe that has translated into now. I don't know. But at the time, it was quite easy. I just cut out a lot. I used to eat a lot of sweets, like a lot when I was a kid, like a lot, a lot, a lot. So I just cut them out. And then I just kind of, I've lost the weight. Yeah, I feel like mine was obviously completely different. Like I was always like thin as a kid, but like I went through a phase of like trying to get abs. As everyone knows, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a given. I think at this we've all point. been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, I didn't realize because you know when you just weigh yourself just out of interest, like you just want to know. Obviously, not going to say the amount, but I've gained like ten kilograms, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't actually know it was that much. Because when you yeah. lift up like a ten kilogram weight, it's actually quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, um, but it does distribute into different parts of your body yeah, that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, exactly. It's like needed it. I think a lot of it, like growing up into like from a child to a woman, like from the age of like 14 to like 18, a lot of it's gone to like the upper part of my legs, the lower part of my stomach, I'd say. Like that, hips. Yeah, hip region, that sort yeah. of area, yeah. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, not on my bum, no joking. But like <laughs> a tiny bit. <laughs> Um, oh. no I'm not that bothered about that to be fair but mm. anyway <laughs> yeah. um and I feel like the other day like me and my mum went shopping to obviously to Manchester as you know um and like the lighting oh my god it was awful in the primark change rooms I was like oh my god I never even knew I had these insecurities oh my god <laughs> well saying having you said that um I was in the Jamaica blue toilets you can, you're gonna have to roll with this one I was in the Jamaica blue toilets and I'd just been on my long runs and it was really hot and space so I had to take my top off and I was like washing it a bit because like I had like big like sweat patches <laughs> you have to roll with it so I took I had to take this off off and um so I took this off off like and I looked at myself in the in the um toilets it was like a it was like you know one of those ones where you have like a sink in your toilet yeah, yeah, yeah. like a little sink in your toilet it was ones like that so I weren't like stripping off in front of like everyone but um I looked at myself in these Jamaica blue toilets and um I looked ripped I looked absolutely jacked like I've never seen myself like that before. I literally like I had a lot, a lot of muscle definition. And I was like, blimey, I don't look like that at home. 
And I just thought that's so weird how different lighting makes you look different. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I remember like downstairs looking in my downstairs toilet. Like it's always a lot more like I don't know the word forgiving or whatever people use, but like it makes you look a lot more defined Mm -hmm. than like just natural lighting. And yeah, it's, it, I found it really strange because I was looking at my bum and I was like, oh my God, I never even knew it had like that much cellulite or anything like that. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Um, and then my legs just looked big. And then I was like, this isn't good <laughs> for my self-confidence. Um, and then my stomach and I was like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, why is everything just looking not great? And then, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't very good for a confidence boost and then I came out and I was just like this is why I don't like shopping (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and then I wore a dress yesterday and I was like oh my god I really love this dress and like with clothes I feel like you can sort of a lot of the time you can make yourself feel better with clothes do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you can find things that look better on you and I feel like that's a really good way to boost your confidence but then again if you take them off and then you're like not confident then it's like you're just sort of trying yeah. to mask it yeah I've got a weird body shape anyway like well not a weird body shape it's a completely normal body shape but like <laughs> I'm quite boxy if that makes sense I have like yeah. I don't have really oh I do have hips clearly because they're <laughs> getting pain but um I don't really have a lot of definition in my stomach so it's all just kind of straight down yeah which is like my my body's never gonna look like a hourglass. I mean, it just never will because that's not how I'm built. My bone structure won't let me look like that. Yeah. So I, I will never achieve that. I will never get there, and I'm I'm okay with that now. Yeah, a lot of I feel like hardly anyone has looked like have an hourglass figure anyway. Like two percent of people. Two percent. Yeah, of people. yeah. Exactly. It's not true recollection of the vast majority of people. Yeah, one of my, like, one of my sides is literally completely straight and one, one of them goes in a bit, but that's because I've got, like, a, like, slight scoliosis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just, like, and then whenever I take photos, do not be deceived because I just make the curvier side look more. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then put my hand on the other side so that it doesn't look flat. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people do stuff like that. So, yeah, as well, I put a poll on saying, do you feel like you're an insecure person? um because I feel like that goes into insecurities um but before like I say the stats on that I feel like whenever people say the word insecure people always assume it's about your body like Mm -hmm. there's nothing else you can be insecure about and it's so weird a hundred percent yeah I think it's I get really I guess it kind of is insecure like even things that when I'm at work and people ask to pay for something like I get quite insecure about having to work out how much they need to pay because I know I'm going to struggle and then I'm like oh okay so sometimes sometimes I do avoid being up at like the cafe bit because I know I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle and someone's gonna see me struggle and I don't want them to see me struggle yeah exactly so I am insecure about that yeah yeah it's just it's really weird how people automatically assume it's about your body because that feeds into the idea that like your body is everything and like it's just the immediate thing you think of um, I mean your body's merely just the shell of who you are it's yeah, nothing exactly. to do with who you are it's just your home yeah yeah so guess out of um I think it's 19 if I add it up guess mm-hmm. how many people said they're an insecure person mm, 15 12 I thought that was quite low 12 yeah 63%. I thought considering people that's quite interesting because considering a lot of people felt that they had had like what was the first poll body confidence like issues considering a lot of people answered that one but they didn't really feel that they were an insecure person it's quite interesting yeah exactly that's exactly what I thought maybe Um, people don't understand what it really means yeah yeah that's what I put I put a thing saying what did you think of when you saw the when insecure but I don't think I don't know if anyone wrote anything in that because maybe it's just too much of a deep maybe question they were like, mm, like yeah. too long to answer yeah, in like yeah. a short box um, my body my body confidence is like mad though because I would look at myself and I think damn like I'm like fit and then like like isn't I think music influences it a lot as well because I'll be like yeah oh my like, god damn yeah. I feel great yeah definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. but um 
like when I put oh yeah would you say you're quite confident in your body out of 27 people how many do you think said they were confident in their body 10 14 so it's like 52 said yeah and then 48 percent said no but I was like but I suppose it's fluctuating so like a lot obviously a lot of people said they've had body confidence issues but that could be the whole span of their life and like Mm. obviously people are going to have body confidence issues throughout the life yeah so I put like why slash why not are you confident or not confident in your body? So someone said middle age, which I feel like is a massive thing that no one talks about. Like, why does no one talk about not feeling confident when you get to a certain age in your body? Like, it's just a given, isn't it? A hundred percent. It's almost as if when you get older, you you automatically expect to just accept it, and people yeah. that people don't have an opinion of themselves, but they they bloody do. Yeah, it's like when you get to even like 40 you've still only lived half your life and then you just expect it to be like especially after you have kids like if you have children then it's like your body just changes so much and it's like you're expected to just bounce back yeah oh my god I hate the phrase like bouncing back like look at my body three months post child like no one cares you had a child and focus on that babes i know okay focus on your child for a bit as well like obviously there's postnatal depression and i feel like i'd get that very badly i just have a feeling that i would people shun away from the idea that like this is obviously minority groups but that's not to say that insecurities and body confidence issues are don't like exist within those groups like middle-aged and then you've got middle-aged men as well who are also in the minority. But they still exist. I see it all the time. Like, men don't wear a certain thing to make them look or feel slimmer. It's, it's not to say that it's not in men as well, because it, because it is. Yeah, exactly. In everyone. Yeah. A lot of men just don't admit it. And, like, yeah, someone, exactly. someone put on the um, thing, like, they were confident in the body because my body has allowed me to achieve some amazing things within running. I feel like that links back to the body neutrality thing mm. because, like, they're seeing the body as, like, a tool kind of thing and, like, they're confident in it because of what it has achieved it's and, like, what's allowed yeah. them to do, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel like for runners, that is quite a good way to look at it, but sometimes it is hard. <laughs> I just think it's little things. Little things influence it so much. Little things that you see here, what you grow up, with just influences so much and it's difficult to kind of get out of that headspace and that routine of like hating yourself and your body yeah exactly yeah it's so hard to like make the first step as well um and yeah someone put like at the moment like the confidence in the body at the moment like that is so true like I said it before like definitely it's just it's hard to constantly have a like a constant thought of your body all the time Mm-hmm. so that's why I feel like body neutrality is really hard to achieve but it's also hard to achieve self-love so mm. we're like we're not all just going to try and hate our bodies we need some sort no. of middle ground um it's not just about your bodies as well though you just need self-love in general mm. like just loving every part of you and who you are because it is difficult because you may not like who you are I guess yeah you know what I mean yeah like, exactly yeah mm. the same person also put because I remind myself that it's my perception of my body that alters how I see it. So, like, that sort of links to the body dysmorphia thing. Like, oh, this my God. This person's so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's us that, like, it's you that cares about your appearance. No one else gives a crap. No one cares. When you're, like, when you do run a certain time, no one looks at how your body looks. People look at your times. Do you know what I mean? That's not yeah. so people can't insecure about like their times and their yeah. things like that because they really can be. Sometimes everyone can be insecure about their performances, but if you do a good performance, no one cares what you looked like. Yeah, definitely. And she also thought <laughs> fighting the diet industry is fighting capitalism and the patriarchy, which we love to see mm-hmm. because, oh, uh, yeah. Can't bother to go into all that, but yeah, the patriarchy and capitalism. Like, you know, the reason why, like, before razors were sort of like pushed into like the mainstream and like basically so everyone would buy one, the reason why they did it was to basically like they shamed women into thinking that body hair was bad, so they did buy the product. And now it's just so Mm normalised. So that's why they did it in the first place. 
Yeah, 100%. Like, I think it's it's the same with body hair as well. Like, I'm personally, I'm just going to put it out there. Here we go. I'm someone that struggles to, like, shave. And it's like, I, can't, I mean, I do shave, but, like, certain parts of my body, they don't like to have been, like, shaved in a certain way. Does that make sense? You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm, I'm there, like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't go out with, like, unshaved armpits because I'll get so insecure but that's not how my body works. My body doesn't like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's yeah, so yeah. hard. It's so hard. Yeah, and we shouldn't feel like, we shouldn't feel shame for like the way that our body naturally looks. Like why the hell? I've never understood why guys don't shave at all, but then it's expected for girls. It actually doesn't make sense. The whole reason why is because, what wait, wait, wait let me phrase this right. <laughs> So basically, we look like sort of pre-pubescent children. Yeah, <laughs> like that's no, the actual I, I reason. Get what you mean? Yes, this is legit. It's like, you, oh yeah, what, what's your typing up? Small, petite, and like hairless. Yeah. Or a child? Yeah, a child. A child. Okay, then. <laughs> Strange person. Okay, be but It's the same we've been running as well because a lot of people do run in like um like pants, like running briefs. And that but I, I don't think I ever could wear running briefs yeah do you know what I mean it's it's just it's all oh. body confidence yeah <laughs> exactly. I, I, don't I don't know think I ever could. no yeah. me neither I've actually I've just spent about it was 300 pounds on a I think it's called an epilator like a light thing to try and get rid of my body hair like the hair runs on like my armpits and stuff like once and for all I mean you never see a runner like an elite runner who has hair on their armpits, do you? I know. And then yeah. you've got that perception of you have to have hairless, like, parts to run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Well, anyway, Ooh. I just think it's ridiculous that I've just spent an extortionate amount of money on something to get rid of the way my na- my body naturally is formed. Yeah, just because of um, the perception of I others. really, Yeah, I really struggle to get my head around it. And I've been speaking to a few people, and people were like okay then just just have like hairy armpits and I like I can't I can't you don't understand I literally cannot because like I'm I'm so worried and insecure actually of what other people will think yeah it's like, all it's rooted in what other people think isn't it 100% the exactly like um going from that uh Amy also says <laughs> big shout out thank um, you Amy <laughs> I'm worthy no matter what like there is no actual ideal body it's a social construct which is true because it's just like massive celebrities like obviously like Kim Kardashian have literally shaped a body ideal like that is actually fleeting in terms of time like everyone goes to that body shape and then there's a new trend how the hell can bodies have a trend it actually makes me angry mm-hmm. like what the hell is that all about like i know exactly exactly <sighs> it's ridiculous i yeah. think just little things in everyday life though can help people improve it can't they really just it's it's not a linear journey it's not straightforward at all you're gonna have ups and downs but eventually well you may never even find like total self-love and that's good because you don't want to really achieve total self-love because then you're you're that higher end of the spectrum you want to be to a happy point where you're okay with who you are yeah yeah exactly yeah and it's like especially our age just growing into like an actual woman like it's weird like it's just like not it doesn't feel normal just because like we're not used to it and then it's like it, yeah I just it just feels like sometimes my body isn't part of me which is just mm-hmm. a weird concept in itself I know what you mean but we're not our 14 year old selves anymore yeah exactly and physically we exactly. are changed we are changed yeah and it's hard to accept that like when mm. I was looking at this even the sizes at like Primark and I was like you know when you just sort of try and fit into a size that you know you don't fit into just because mm-hmm. you want to prove to yourself that like I am still this size but you're not and it's mm-hmm. like hard to mentally move on yeah. from like your 14 year old 
myself mm-hmm. and it's like no I still do fit into the size and see even like being the smallest size it's hard to admit to yourself that you're not actually that anymore because yeah. it, you feel some sort of like superiority like complex that you're like the smallest you can possibly be yeah in the like shop. It's an achievement yeah exactly and it's in like weird warped way yes yeah it's so weird like as well like I feel like what you carry from when you're younger goes through to now because yeah. I'd always been like insecure about my stomach hence the need for a six pack and then once I got it I was still really insecure about it and I was like you you can't look any more ripped than you do on your stomach at all yeah, exactly and you're it's, still insecure it's never it's never something that's gonna go away you know what I mean it never goes yeah. away once you achieve it that negativity just will not go away I'd say I'm better now even though my stomach's definitely nowhere near as ripped so like I'm I hardly really have that much abage <laughs> abage <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I'm feeling more confident because I know I'm not trying to like shrink my body or make it weird mm-hmm. to yeah just yeah yeah I think with me, it's it's like my body confidence and stuff is slowly getting there. Like it's 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 getting there. I do think it is getting there, but it's it's slow. Yeah, I same. don't think I I still have like things where I'm like, okay, I really don't like my body there. But I I think it's better. It's better than it has been. It's definitely got yeah. to a point before where it's like you need to you seriously need to like snap out of it. But I th- I think it is getting there, but slowly. Yeah. Slowly. I feel like people sort of romanticise the past selves as well in terms of the body. Like, they always yeah. look at the past selves and, like, they never remember how they're feeling mentally, they only remember how they look. And it's like, mm-hmm. but you you were literally not happy whatsoever, even in that body. So why do you think you're suddenly going to get back there and then you're going to be fine again? Like, you people, never were fine. Yeah, exactly. People romanticise recovery as well and the, the sense that it's going to happen really quickly. And it's, it's yeah. not, it's really not. It takes people years, years and years and years and years to get to a place where they're actually okay with their body. Yeah. Like you and can that's okay too. Yeah, you can physically recover, but mentally mm. it's a whole different thing. Like I put on weight so, so quickly. So my face mm. was like chubby and like everything was just a lot bigger. But I feel like I needed to do that just because if I did it slow, there was a chance I could just go back and was like, no, mm. I don't like this. Like exactly. I don't like feeling this full. I don't like feeling like I'm eating too much and it's mm-hmm. it would just be easy to go back so I sort of had to go do you know who Stephanie Buttermore is rings a bell yeah well she sort of did this thing where it's called all in like she had like literally six pack and she was like so ripped and like she basically had extreme hunger and like she was hungry all the time just because of like her metabolism slowing down she lost a period and everything like that mm-hmm. so she basically ate everything she needed to eat and she was eating like 5,000 calories some days just because of how sort of what's it called depleted she was yeah. and then she gained so much weight and then she like lost a bit and then like plateaued and everything like that and it was like basically reaching our body's set point which I feel like is a really important concept as well mm-hmm. like everybody 100%. has a set point um yeah. we shouldn't try and like force our bodies to gain an absurd absurd amount of weight or lose an absurd amount of weight yeah because it'll just end in a really bad place but yeah I know a lot of people find that like they get a lot of their insecurities passed down from their parents do you think it's anything to do with like genetics maybe because I've heard a lot of people have that kind of debate that it could be partly to do with genetics genetics like sort of mental health conditions Mm. yeah I guess because eating disorders are a mental health condition as well exactly so exactly yeah I didn't think of it like that but yeah I feel like because of like as well just the habits that your parents have had even even yeah exactly even just calling things like certain things if that makes it so if they just say oh my arms are big but if they constantly say that to about like themselves what's their child gonna think about their arms exactly Yeah, especially when, say, you grow up and you realise either you have the same arms or you have, like, bigger arms. And it's mm. like, oh, maybe okay. I yeah, should yeah. be insecure about them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like your parents don't realise they're doing it like mm-hmm. in a bad way either. Obviously, they never want to make the kid insecure. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they are teaching the kid from a young age that exactly. they don't like their body, so it's a normal thing to happen because you're so close to your parents, like 
they're the sort of closest people in your life when you're younger aren't they Mm, 100% and that's who you look up to that's who you mimic everyone mimics their parents they are slightly similar to their parents so they're gonna especially when you're a child you're so heavily influenced by them that you're gonna mimic what they do yeah and think the way that they think or try and think the way that they think and that's on generational trauma if I ever had kids I'd definitely try and like break the sort of cycle kind of cycle of it yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. or I I just wouldn't I just wouldn't speak to them like negatively about themselves or their body if they came to me and said like mom I hate the way I look hate my body and I'll just explain to them what their body does and like everything that it does for them and hopefully that that would translate into later life that they do actually find a neutrality with their body yeah I never like say anything negative about anyone's body like I never say anything really that negative about mine unless it's sort of obvious do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. unless something looks weird and I'm like well that was a bit strange (laughs) but I hardly ever try and make it known that I'm insecure about something because then I feel like people just I don't know I don't like it being made known because then it feels more real if you know what I mean like if no one knows then no one will comment about it Mm -hmm. I mean I, I speak to my parents quite a lot about it because it's actually I think the podcast has really helped I just me personally like running it talking about it with you is really like I don't know it's made me more open because I speak to my parents about it all the time now really if I if I feel a certain way that I look a certain way I'll be like mom I feel like I look fat today my mom will be like no you're completely fine like and she'll kind of help me through it and I think the podcast has given me that ability to feel like I'm open enough to share with people my thoughts now yeah I don't I don't really keep it to myself anymore if I feel like I look a certain way I'll tell people I'll just be completely transparent with how I feel yeah I feel like it's different for people when you're close to them like obviously I wouldn't say it to like random people but yeah to people I'm close with to be fair Mm -hmm. I think I do say stuff like that like obviously unless I like how I look then I won't say it if I like how I look do you know what I mean oh I will I will about it oh no I do I do if I feel like if I feel like I look good I'll be like mom I look nice today like I look I look good <laughs> yeah I say it to my mum to be fair yeah like, yeah she goes, oh you look really nice I'm like yeah I know <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like I know I know I do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah at least that's a good thing um mm, yeah. as well there's like this thing there was like a trend going around quite a while ago saying my body is the least interesting thing about me and I want to see your viewpoint on that yeah I'd agree with that yeah Yeah. because it's who you are like it's who you are that's the most interesting thing about you what's your body's a shell of you who cares what's on your body or anything like that unless unless you've got like tattoos yeah in which case you've kind of made your body art so that is quite interesting there's going to be a backstory behind them so that's quite interesting but yeah you are who you are I think yeah. that's, that doesn't translate to your body at all yeah I think the only reason why like anyone would disagree is because people are made to believe that that's not the case like people are made to believe that because it's the first thing you see it has to be like like not interesting like the most important thing about you that's what society's led us to believe like your body is everything everyone's trying to always change it I don't think there's anything more that people try to change except the body like I actually mm-hmm. don't I think people have to believe that it's most important and that's why a lot of the time when people say like the, the term glow up they always mean physical and that people are never really interested in glowing up like intellectually or emotional well Mm -hmm. emotionally maybe but it has to be a certain aesthetic do you know what I mean yeah I totally know what you mean it was so weird because when I went from high school to college my features changed I think is I hit puberty quite late as like a lot of people did and because I hit it late that transition from high school to college my facial features changed like they changed from about probably when I was like 11 to 14 they changed so I looked different then to what I was when I was younger other people don't really see it because some other people I probably look the same as when I was like five but to me I know when my features changed so I changed from then and then from like once I left school when I was like 16 into college my features changed again I don't even know what I'm trying to say here I'm like <laughs> no I feel the exact same you know like when I, mean? I was going it's from weird. high school to sixth form like seeing my hair changed like 
I feel like my eyes changed and like my skin just became healthier so it was more tanned kind of yeah and like just stuff like that I just looked a lot healthier in myself but I also feel like between coming at high school you're you're meant to like fit into like a box do you know what I mean and like when you because you just want to blend in that was that's the word I'm looking for at high school I just blended in like I wanted to blend in but as soon as I went to college I just found that I didn't blend in and I just felt a bit more like myself and myself at high school I don't feel like I was my actual true self until I got to college where I actually felt like I could be me and I think I don't know I think mentally I just got into a better place than when I was in high school I just feel like that kind of entrapped me really yeah. Yeah, yeah, that no, that makes don't sense. Don't know what's that got to do with my body <laughs> body positivity, but no, like changing. It's just changing, yeah. yeah. Changing like who you are. I changed, I definitely changed when I got into college. I remember like Paula Radcliffe mentioning Be- Becky Briggs's body um in the marathon trials. Like she was, yeah. I was like, whoa, good move, Paula. Um, Paula? Said, yeah. You bitch. What are you saying about her body? Look, you, got you have to be very careful because yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I think I do remember. I think I remember I, I remember her talking about Becky because I watched the whole thing. I remember because Chris Chris Thompson won the men's and it was Steph was it Steph Twed- Twiddle? Twiddle. Twiddle. Is it twelve? Oh, is it? Is it? Sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, love. Twiddle. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, you know, dis- my my little dyslexic brain can't cope with surname. It's fine. You're you're twiddle now. Anyway, uh, I think she won the women's, but I remember. I think I remember something about it. Yeah. Yeah, because she said basically. Number one, she said her body's compact. I don't really know what that's meant to mean. Like, she's just small. And anyway. Yeah. Um, and then she said her body's, like, perfect for the marathon. And I was like, what? Number one, how is it? Because she's, like, really small. Like, surely someone perfect would be, like, Ailish McColgan. Well, in regards to, like, Becky, she did have... She has a background of... I, I won't go into detail about it because, obviously, that's her story. If you want to yeah. find out more about that, it's all on her Instagram. But I just think you've got to be very careful touching on things like that and Paula should not have and I just don't comment on people's I body shape. the form you know I mean? is fine you can comment yeah say, yeah like, exactly. she has a good stride length whatever but like yeah I just don't think it was necessary no that wasn't necessary at all to be honest yeah exactly coming from like Paula she should not have said that blimey yeah no I was just gonna say moving on from like the mentioning people's bodies thing I feel mm. like sometimes it's just as triggering to mention someone's body in a good way say after they've lost weight or whatever something like that after the body's changed and you mentioned that and then it's like but what if I go back to how I used to look you're basically saying I look better Mm. than how I was so it's like just say that I look good not I look good because of x do you know what I mean just comment on facial features do you know what I mean facial features are great if you want to say someone looks good good or nice yeah features, do you know what I mean like yeah, hair, yeah, things yeah. that people don't really change that often is something that people people can help like it's just basically like perpetuating the idea that if you've lost weight or if you've gained weight from being thin because even that like that's toxic in itself so if you're naturally thin and then you gained weight just I don't even know why say mm-hmm. even stress or anything or like people sometimes use food as like a coping mechanism um mm-hmm. then it's like oh you look like healthier and it's like oh that's my that natural body though yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly and oh my god another point prepping for summer I hate I hate it so much what is oh the thing god. about getting shredded for summer I actually hate it like you don't even exactly. understand it's because <laughs> it's because people have their bodies out and people feel the need to impress people it's like as soon as I go on holiday it's like right bikini pics I've been working right for bikini yeah I know it actually annoys me because like the past few weeks obviously because of exams and that I didn't do abs of it and now I'm like mm. in my head a little bit just a little bit and like you haven't done abs that frequently and I'm like I only do abs for core strength like just because mm-hmm. I don't get stitches that's the reason why I do them I used to no, do them like I, a certain way yeah I totally get what you mean because recently I've been having this hip issue and normally on my usual course out I do like bicycle crunches but because it kind of hurts my hips I've stopped doing them for like 
probably about a week. I haven't done core in about a week just to let it heal because I don't want to do bicycle crunches and it's like, Ugh. and I'll probably start them up again soon. But in my mind, in the back of my mind, just a tiny bit, it's like, why aren't you doing it? Like, come on, you you need to like at least do something like similar to it. Do something like that doesn't involve your hip because you've got to do your core. But I'm like, but it doesn't matter. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I've got I've got good core strength. That that's all that matters. Yeah, there's like no way it can be sustainable if you're like constantly shredding or bulking. Like it actually annoys me. Why mm. can't you just maintain your body and use exercise mm. as a tool for like your mental health and your physical health instead of mm. using it to like count calories and everything like that? Like, In a negative way. Yeah, it it's kind of abusing the point of exercise Mm -hmm. like that's why sometimes I'm slightly against gyms in general because like people are just doing it to like go there get it done go home like sort of it's sort of a form of torture in a way I've never never thought of it like that before but I totally get what you mean like the idea of like a gym membership like I know what you mean. Most of the people, I guarantee you, over fifty percent of the people there are doing it because their body looks a certain way, not because they want to get yeah. mentally healthier. Yeah, it's literally it's so unsustainable. Like. like just doing basically losing or gaining weight depending on what time of year it is, just to look mm. a certain way in a bikini or without your top on. Like actually, like what is the what is the point in this? Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't eat certain things certain times of year and all that. And it's like, Oh my god mm-hmm. calm down yeah exactly just like eat not what you want when you want like maybe that's a bit like do you know what I mean yeah but like yeah. eat just not talking like normally. things that are actually gonna like harm your body if you have yeah yeah so things yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like proper right refined sugar if you have that on a constantly regular basis and you're yeah gonna not fit. like only sugar as the only yeah, source yeah, of energy exactly but like yeah. just not just eat normally all year round and stop mm-hmm. like uh I, that's why I hate like bikini what they call mm-hmm. competitions I'm just like you don't have your period exactly it puts you in such a negative headspace with your body people were literally s- sitting there judging what your body naturally looks like do you know what I mean that's that's so degrading I know so degrading I hate yeah that. I hate and they so just much. with things like this I always try and look at it from other people's points of view as well as to what goes through their head to think about like why they would do it in the first place and I I, I really do struggle to think of yeah why because it's just a form of I don't know I don't know why you'd want to limit like it's, it's not some kind of like athletic challenge yeah it's exactly changing your body I, I, oh, I really struggle to look at it from the other side really yeah do. because it's like a lot of people don't even enjoy exercise when they're doing that they're doing it literally just yeah, exactly you see people on tiktok and they're like eating like chicken and rice and they're like oh, oh. Well, we've got three more days of prep like because they come yeah. up on my my tiktok sometimes because obviously i like running things yeah, no, and, yeah. and it comes up and they're like oh i've only got three more days of prep i'm like what like and they're like they like crying and nearly crying and stuff and i'm like what are you doing are you just stupid if you are like a bikini in brackets athlete or like do bikini modeling I'd actually like to have a chat with you like not just about I'm not gonna like degrade you I genuinely want to know from your side of things why you would choose to do that yeah I'd want to I'd want to find out yeah I just want to know such a good episode yeah like I've seen someone I think Becky Briggs might follow her is it Scarlett like yeah yeah yeah. I, I follow her yeah, because she's went from being like mm. really thin to basically really thin, that but was, more muscle. She actually she said some she said she has quite a lot of pictures of her before, and it's like horrific. Yeah, like, like really, 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 really yeah. bad. And to be honest, the way she looks now compared to then is so so much better. And obviously, bikini becoming a bikini like in brackets athlete. I don't, um, I don't think that I don't, um, yeah I don't, I don't know I'm struggling like to yeah, it's just it's, the same like, idea but in a different exactly. body shape yeah exactly it's exactly. just it, it's just from one extreme to another being really really thin to trying to build body mass but also be thin mm-hmm. I, I think as well a, a big part of it is always wanting to look the best in the room or like always mm-hmm. wanting to 
be sort of the person that's like wow look at them like wow look at them they're so ripped yeah it's just always just like an extreme sort of reaction it's like Jesus like you want to shock people when I went to college there were a lot of boys and like well they're probably men now to be honest they were probably uh, over 18 so well there were a lot of like males that like wanted that that attention so when you walk in the room they're like wow like you're huge because the course I was on was outdoor adventure and sports but we were they also had like another course that was just pure sports and like fitness I think it was like a personal training course with sport fitness or something like that and um there were a lot of like men in that and they were like constantly in the gym like they were like they tried all of them had like huge muscles I thought what are you like trying to do like that's not trying to get fit that's trying to have like the biggest pecs like in the world who are you trying to impress do you know what I mean well, yeah each other, a... obviously yeah do each other Christ. yeah exactly it's all about like a competition that's sort mm. of in our head like it's not really a competition but like people just view it as one mm. that's sort of all that I've written down but I feel like that was quite a lot at the same time if mm. you know what I mean yeah it was so now we're gonna say our two recommendations we do one for running don't we and one for yeah everyday life isn't it okay so my running one and it kind of links into everyday life is um taking supplements because although you should be getting all you need like in your everyday life for a lot of people in your everyday like diet if you have a normal healthy diet sometimes it's just not not every day you do hit those like key vitamins and minerals and things so yeah just take supplements Mm. yeah i take vitamin d I take a mixed one and I take this other one. I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> it's like a, B, a B12 one. Yeah, yeah uh, I take iron which, and then yeah, multivitamin yeah. and then hay fever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to take iron a lot, but um, it kind of, it got to a point where I was actually okay because I, I had anemia, took the iron tablets. Then after I took the iron tablets for about like three, four months, I was, I was all right. I stopped getting dizzy mm. when I stood up. <laughs> so yay but what's your recommendation for running it's like be grateful for your period and what it symbolizes Mm. in terms of like strength and like adequate energy availability and everything like that because people always obviously dread it which I do understand I mean it's not exactly the nicest thing but also I feel like to change your mindset on it you have to be like sort of grateful for it especially because we have like got it on the later end so then it was like mm. we were sort of waiting to get it in terms of I so was, we knew we I was I was in a state of panic when I was 16 like when I was I had it when I was like kind of on the later side of when I was 16 like middle to later but when I just turned 16 I was panicking I was like where the hell is it I thought there was something wrong with my like me I was like panicking so when I finally got it I was like oh my gosh yay it's weird if you're not an athlete though because like you just hate it because it's mm-hmm. obviously you like a lot of people don't even realize like why people don't have periods yeah there's just something I want to touch on quickly now that you've mentioned that is um do you know Camille Heron the ultra runner no <laughs> you probably you probably heard about because I, I talk about her a lot and I post it on my story but she basically you know the western states 100 yeah. endurance runner yeah well she came eighth overall and she actually started her period whilst on a hundred mile race through like the desert and um it's kind of sparked a little bit of because it's not really that talked about in the like the ultra running community not really it's kind of it's touched on touched on slightly with the whole do you know like the she races campaign yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's touched on slightly there and basically Camille Heron done an article with Runners World magazine and it's on racing for a period and she put this is something we don't talk about enough which it's not and I just think that that's really good and that's a good read yeah she's definitely breaking down the stigma between periods and ultra running yeah because I'm not sure. being funny when you're doing an ultra race you have to have points where there's toilets and facilities because you're racing for 24 hours sometimes you're gonna if you're on your period you need to change like your tampons and your pads and stuff like that so there needs to be more facilities for women to do that at aid stations and stuff and what if women carrying that equipment as well could be like heavier it's a piece of yeah, equipment exactly, that men don't have yeah. to carry and why can't at aid stations they have like tampons and pads 
Do you know what I mean? It's an aid yeah. station. Yeah, you yeah, pick up food, true. you should be able to pick up tampons and pads. And then I was like, well, okay, they could keep it in secret. And then if a woman needs it, they could go and ask about it. But why would you need to keep it in secret? Yeah, why would Have you? it on a yeah. big box, on an effing table that says period products. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Who cares? Put it like next to everything else. Put it where the men see. Nothing's going to change unless yeah. something else changes. Do you know what I mean? I could talk for hours about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't actually have a non-running one. Oh, me or not? <laughs> quick. Um, Wait, do you want me to do mine? Yeah, do yours. Yeah, so well, it's yours. Yeah, it's basically like on Spotify. I'm sure everyone knows of Heartstopper now. I mean, if you haven't watched Heartstopper, go and watch <laughs> it. It's so cute. So much. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Um, but yeah, there's like a Heartstopper mixtape on Spotify, and I really love the like songs on it because it just reminds me of like happy emotions mm-hmm. like and Aww. i've just become obsessed with it so yeah mm-hmm. it's called heartstopper mixtape on spotify so not sponsored <laughs> mm, i feel like music is just great isn't it yeah definitely yeah my recommendation for everyday life yeah this is something that i absolutely love and if i'm stressed or i'm panicked it's actually such a good stress reliever love it to bits baking baking so much it's so good so fun so definitely bake more (laughs) yeah yeah no I I hardly ever do that but it's so cute and it reminds me of childhood Mm -hmm. like anything that's like childhood it brings Mm -hmm. back such like nostalgic feelings in a good way Mm -hmm. it's so cute (laughs) I have a I have such a happy and positive relationship with baking it's mental yeah I just have positive connotations connotations do you know what I mean like positive connotations with bacon I just love it so much Aww. it's my happy place <laughs> Aww. Hey, open up your own little business mm, Brazzy's yeah. Bakes hey. that's not my surname what <laughs> Cheeky me. I thought you say my surname well yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> Brazier that's the one yeah yeah I don't I always oh. say it that way <laughs> Yeah, but how do you fully know how you say it? Mm, actually, that's a yeah. good that's a good point. My ancestors might have pronounced it differently. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. just whatever you want to call her. It should be anything. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the In It for the Long Run podcast. Hope you enjoyed. I've been Ellie. I've been Katie. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Get on with your long run. Run faster, bitch.